Visceralist is here, and we are presenting to you, dear listener, another version of the zombie escape plan. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Vincent Price voice. Uh, okay, let's get right into it. This scenario, this is going to be tough. This is a tough one, but it is slow zombies. Yeah. Which helps a little bit. I was it thinking doing. It does. I was thinking about doing fast zombies for this one, but I know you would no. have just quit the whole zombie escape plan uh, <laughs> enterprise. I was like, I, I, <laughs> I would have just laid down on this one. That would have been my <laughs> zero, zero like, percent I'm success dead. rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one, <clears throat> you're in a large closet with three slow zombies. Uh, and you have you only have <laughs> I don't know why it's just you only have one of those old school big yellow pages phone books as your weapon. <laughs> I don't know I don't know why one of these is in a closet. Okay, so it's a six. So let's say let's say let's help help you. Out. It's a ten by ten. No, let's oh, do okay. no six by six. All right. <laughs> oh, you perked up at ten by I ten. Did, yeah, I did. I got a little more optimistic. No, it's six six by six, six foot by six foot closet. Okay. Uh, and each uh, with lots of clothes hanging on the hangers. Um, let's say that there's hangers. What kind of hangers are they? Just regular clothes hangers for uh, like jackets and plastic, shirts. metal. Oh, there's, there's uh, metal involved in no, the hangers. Plastic, plastic. <laughs> wooden, wooden. A mix of plastic and wooden. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, a mix of plastic. Or, okay. Uh, there. So just to just to be clear. So if you're out. Okay. So just so listeners can picture this. If you're outside of the closet, it has two double doors. You open those. As you walk in to the left, the entire wall is covered uh, with hangers and the clothes. To the right, same deal. Uh, but looking forward, that wall is just empty. Let's say there's a couple shelves for like shoes and stuff, but mostly empty. Okay. Because that's where you're going to start uh, with your back against that wall. Doors close. Uh-oh. There's three zombies in there with you. There's one, one hiding on each side to your left and right. Uh, <laughs> behind the clothes, they come out from behind the clothes <laughs> and it actually turns out that uh another zombie has come in and he's the one who the clo- the doors have closed behind that last zombie so he's right in front of the exit door okay. that's your only exit door and the only weapon you have is uh, again a, a big yellow pages phone book um and they start approaching you and you actually have to kill them all before you can leave the the closet uh, you're not allowed to just run, just do a running dash. You actually have to kill all three, and then you can leave. And they are they are closing in on you. Um, now, if you'd like me to go first, I can do that. Uh, if you have an action plan right away. I don't have an immediate action plan. I have some ideas. Okay, well, why don't I go first then? Um, because I think the reason I thought of the book, or or maybe, I don't know how, this is a chicken and egg thing, me thinking about the phone book and me thinking about this, what I would do initially with the phone book. Basically, the phone book is good for smashing into their mouth right away. So their mouth's going to be open as they approach you. Um, gotcha. But I think 
taking it, you know, you know, so you're holding it like um like a big sandwich in your hands with the with the solid end uh facing the zombie and you just do a like a just a thunk. You just thunk it in the mouth, in the head, right? Uh-huh. And that way that way you might even knock out some of its teeth, but most importantly you're pushing it back and off balance. Now the problem with that in this scenario is that the two other zombies at your nine o'clock and your three o'clock, right? True. So, so if you go for the, the, the kathunk to the, the one straight ahead of you, they're going to just approach you like six, six by six closet is pretty small. Like that's, I mean, for you and me, like that's like our wingspan essentially is like six feet. Yeah, it's a tight space. Um, so the zombies are like right there on you. So my my kerthunk plan, you know, isn't really going to work. So my so my sec- second thought was, uh, and which you you go to a lot in these scenarios is go go to the ground immediately. Oh man, you're going to ground. Okay, so go to ground, and then I'm using the um. Because the benefit of going to ground right away, especially when they're that close to you, uh, is they at least that gives you some time for them to sort of reach down at you. Um, and, and I mean, it's only a couple seconds extra that you might get, but at least you're you're making yourself slightly more difficult. And like you know, as we see in these scenarios, any you know, even an extra couple of seconds can mean the difference between life as a human and then life as a zombie which you don't want oh that's a terrible life <laughs> it really is yeah um so what i'm what i'm planning to do and this is a tough one you know survivability may not be anywhere near 100 percent, but go to the ground the one to the right or no actually i think the one to my left since i'm right-handed i'm gonna sweep i'm gonna use the phone book to try to sweep the legs of the one to the left, knock uh-huh. him over, knock him over on the ground. Ideally, he'll fall either. Let's see, if, if you go to the ground, sweep the legs of the one to your left. Ideally, he will fall into the one that's at your 12 o'clock, um, the one approaching you, right? Or he'll at least fall into his path, his that one's path towards you, right? Right. So that way you've cut off, you, you sort of at least temporarily incapacitated two of them. Uh-huh. And that's when you turn. Now, the problem with that is like the, the motion, and I'm doing the arm motion as I do this, but <laughs> the arm motion of sweeping the legs of the one to your left is going to make it tough to hang on to the phone book and continue to use it as a weapon in my, in my view. So I think I'm going to let go of the phone book at that point, just so I'm a little bit more versatile. And I'm going to... Drop it? I think so. I think so, because wrangling it, because there's a chance that the zombie to your left is going to be on top of it, or it's going to be all tangled up. There's something. like I'm picturing it's going to be a little bit difficult to jostle it free. And then use it, continue to use it as a weapon. And now in this case, the zombie approaching you from the front is already on the ground or incapacitated to some degree. So this is all, and all like what I'm describing is all going to take place in the matter of like three seconds, three or four seconds. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is gonna be a very quick burst of energy, so it's got to work because that's that's all I got. That's all. <laughs> You're gonna be out. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and I think, and it, you know, this is something we've never really talked about either. Gra- actually, grappling with a zombie one on one, hand to hand. Like we usually try to find some kind of weapon, and usually there is one. But for me. Like those coat hangers, I'm not going to bother with them because that zombie on my right is going to be on me at this point. So I think I'm just going to try to, if he has his arms out towards me, I'm going to try to grab him by the wrists from below, push the wrist, <laughs> push the wrists up so that he can't get on me, and then, okay. and then yeah, because you definitely don't want that weight falling on you. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't want them grabbing you with that rigor mortis grip because yeah. it's almost impossible to get out of. So again, I'm going to sort of swoop my, my open hands underneath, grab them by the, grab this guy by the wrist, push up and then kick, kick forward in the, like the stomach. Okay. Knock him over. Now at this point, I, these, the, the first two zombies are probably going to start, they're going to start to get back up. So at this point, I think my only option is just to, to try to start head stomping. Like, I'm just going to, because now the first, yeah, so the third zombie, the one from my right, he's now on the ground. He's been kicked to the ground. Although there's not a lot of room. Like, I don't know if my kick, he might just be kicked against the, the side yeah, wall. You might just, yeah, it's such a tight space. You might start tripping on things. Yeah, but assume I don't. Like, my, my this is my plan, so it might not actually work but the, i think at that point since you do have to kill them in this scenario you just start stomping on the heads yeah of, the, of all the ones that are on the ground Every- um, <laughs> which at this point hopefully is all three of them um and you just go one by one if they start to get up you just got to you you use the wrist grab maneuver again and you you kick them because you got you got to there's no way if it's hand to hand with no weapons. There's not really any way to kill them standing up. If they're standing up in front of you, you can't use your hand to bash them on the head hard enough. You can't get the leverage to do it hard enough to to kill them. The foot stomp is really your only way um, you're going to have to to effectively kill them. I mean, hopefully your shoe you you got some good shoes on or or something. Just keep just keep stomping. I think. Yeah, I mean, do, you, do you see any any uh, glaring flaws in that that I may have I think overlooked? The, the the flaws are that they're too like you. I feel like you're gonna start stomping one, and then the other two would be on back in action before you finished. Yeah, I may only be able to get one stomp in, and then have to go through the whole cycle again. Right, and it's the thing and where then, you're just like re, like you're never finishing. But it, no, but because each stomp that you do will make some progress towards bashing in the head. Like, you know, it'll be a dent the first time, and then the second time you do it, it'll be a little bit deeper dent. You know, if you as, as long as you're able to keep cycling them into getting on the ground, you can still do. You can eventually get get them as long as you keep, you know, hitting them in the head or stomping them in the head. Yeah, I do like it though. Your idea. Uh, I think you do have to get them on the ground, though. Yeah. Well, well, what's your What's your thing? Do you think you think you're going to use? I'm going to uh, use the phone book. You the mentioned the hanger, the the wooden hangers. You perked up at that. 
I'm definitely going to use the phone book at first. I think I used the phone book. Boom, boom, boom. Kind of like well, wow. what you did. I'm just doing three, you know, like three Stooges style. I'm just going in like a circle. <laughs> Hitting them in the head? Yeah. What? I'm going boom, head, head, head. And hopefully if I hit them hard enough, similar to yours, they'll knock into each other. Hmm. Which would, could buy me just a little bit of time. So I take one of those hangers, the wooden ones, and I break it. Maybe two of them, but I try to break it so it has some kind of a point. Mm. And then I I I go for the kill. Um, but I think, yeah. So you think you're gonna? So you're doing. You're, you're standing, you're using the phone book to quickly hit all three of them in the head. Like take yeah, a, swinging, so like, a swinging hit, though, so it knocks them off their balance. Is that right? Yeah, so I'll start go right from the right-hand side, right? So I go, okay. boom, hit that one. Hopefully he falls. So you're sort of swinging it boom. in like a baseball bat swing motion? Yeah. Boom. And then another one, like side. So I'm holding like, like top and bottom. Okay. You know, like the sides of the phone book. Bam, bam. Bam. And then as I complete that circle, now I'm back <laughs> to where I started and I grab the hanger, you know, break, break, turn. Wait, so you, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you're doing like a spinning, like pirouette type move with, with the swing and you think you're going to hit them all three? No, 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 no. One I'm, swing? I'm not. No, 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 no. I thought about that, but the momentum <laughs> and I'm not strong enough. The momentum wouldn't work and right. I'd probably just end up being dizzy. Um <laughs> You don't want that. No. So I'm I'm hitting it, and then I'm stopping, then moving to the next one, hitting. But I'm going fast, you know. So it's not just like one continuous continuous motion. Okay. It's boom, boom, boom. But then by that time, I'm to the one on my left, so I'm sort of back here. So then I can grab the hanger, but then I have to go back to the one on the right hand side. Hopefully, they would have fallen into each other. Mm-hmm. and done a little bit of something like that which you know and they're on each other and that buys me some more time as they try to get up and untangle themselves mm-hmm. and then while they're on the ground then i can uh attack with the broken hanger um sort of get the one that's on the top if i kill that one first then how are you just stabbing it through the head yeah going for that eye go for the eye okay. or the ear even that's a good one. Okay, yeah. In through the ear or through the eye. And then so I do that, destroy the brain, and then hopefully that one, if he's dead and he was like the one on the top, he sort of weighs them down and, you know, even delays them even more. And then just go like one by one. Um, but I probably would have to take some of your, your stomping technique as well because those other to, two... To delay them or to... Yeah, the other, the other two would be moving and trying to do stuff. So if this would be... <laughs> Moving and trying to do stuff. Yep. That's yeah, they'd be zombies are known for moving and trying to do stuff. <laughs> trying to get me. So he'd be moving. Yep. He'd be moving, trying to get up from under their zombie pile. So I, uh, I think I would be like alternating. I, I would go with the with the strike, hanger strike, boom. And then kick and kick, remove the hanger, see if he's dead. If he's still not dead, another hanger strike. And then kick kick you know stomp stomp uh-huh. not kick kick stomp stomp and then move to the next one after that one's dead hopefully i can keep them on the ground yeah that, if they manage okay. to get up that's a whole nother problem but what if they they're probably going to be grabbing at your ankles even while they're on the ground that's okay why 
I'm just gonna be keeping my foot feet moving. Keep, keep your feet, keep your feet, your footwork moving. <laughs> yeah, got that. Be like footwork. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, the stutter step. They're doing all types of stuff. They can't. They wouldn't be able to catch me. Okay. They'd probably touch, but a zombie scratch is okay, right? That's not infecting, right? It depends. Uh, depends on what what you're watching. Yeah, because I think I don't know if I've seen this. I don't know if I've seen just a scratch period and then be seen that 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 scratch infects in in theory i think it's like if any part of them enters your bloodstream if the scratch is deep enough i mean it's going to be exposed i don't know what whatever the sec- second or third layer of skin is like if there's blood showing it seems like the whatever you know p- you know zombie juice from their fingernail <laughs> gets in, gets into you. I think it's possible if it's deep enough because usually they bite you, but it, yeah, that I don't know. That's a good question. Well, yeah. For the purposes then, of this scenario, we'll say a scratch is okay. Right. Okay. So then and we'll do the so traditional bite. It has to be a bite or like substantially like in like infected, like open wound. Deal. So then I think I'm okay. If I if I the the most critical part is with my initial attack, getting them onto the ground. If that doesn't work, yeah. then I'm screwed. Yeah. But if if that one is successful, then I think I'm all right. Yeah, I think my thing yeah, like doing like a full a full rotation swing isn't going to work because as soon as you connect with the first one, your your speed and momentum and your balance are going to be affected too much. <laughs> yeah, I can't do like <laughs> even with a big thick foam book. I mean, even with a baseball bat, you wouldn't be able to do. Like, I'm trying no. to think. You would need like a like a solid metal pipe, like from final, like the one from Final Fight, uh, like that big to long do, one, like the full to the do full to get a full spin. swing. Yeah. Because the full swing would be, in theory, the most efficient, you know, but yeah. Okay. So in this scenario, but my, my concern was you do that first hit, the time it takes you to then like reload. steady yourself and pull your hands back to set up for another swing. Yeah. See, like that's the that, problem. Go ahead. I, I agree. So I think my, my main problem is the last one, the third zombie. Why? Because if the second one, hopefully, the middle guy will hopefully have been thrown off because the force of the first one bumping into him. Oh, so you're counting on that bump. Yeah. Bumping in the first one. Which, which leaves me a problem with the third one if I can't go fast enough and hard enough on the middle guy. Right, right. Yeah, I think I do. I do like your idea of going for the head as opposed to. Now that I think about it, I think it is better than my going to the ground trying to sweep the legs because sweeping the legs is a good chance that they fall over on me. Yeah, and then I'm done, done for. So at least if you do the standing swing, um, if you do see them start to fall into you, you can sort of dodge to the left or right or or back, you know, a little bit. Yeah, that, that's you know that's the hope there. 
Now, so the, you, the zombie clumsiness, I can use that against them. Do you think there would be any value in maybe grabbing a shirt off the off one of the hangers and using that to, I don't know, sort of toss it over their head to affect their now, vision? Now, initially I thought about that. When I first read this, I was like, well, maybe I'll just like pull the clothes off and cover them. <laughs> <laughs> and then like when you first, when you said... You didn't say I had to kill them to get out initially. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just tie them all together with clothes and then leave. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, tie them all together? How? <laughs> yeah. What, like, what article of clothing would you use? Pants? Uh, all of them. Yeah, the pants. So I would like grab something, a shirt or something, cover one's head. And I feel like like maybe if they're if – they're, because you see them, they just, they're not like, I guess – clever and most right. times but right. if their eyes are covered then they're even worse right so i just like throw it over all of their heads and then they start that weird thing where they're just like looking around and if i'm real quiet <laughs> they won't know i'm there anymore <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you're gonna be able to be that quiet but yeah that would that's the that's what i was gonna use with the non the non-lethal basically like cover them up cover their heads, push them onto the ground, and then run out the door. Um, okay, yeah. I, I feel like the because it's such a tight space, the move of trying to cover up even one of their heads, like, are you just going to toss it at them and hope that it lands? I mean, that's not even like... You're going to have to do something about them being that close because i mean i guess this is a question you okay you cover it up it can't see you anymore does it retain any memory of where you were roughly and just go for that spot or does it immediately it's confused doesn't know where it is i mean that's right. that's, that's a question that's not really again i don't think i've seen in, a, in any sort of zombie content like their ability to retain the knowledge okay it can see you it knows where you are you cover it up its eyes. Does it still remember? Right. If you move like, oh, just okay. slightly to the right, is it still going to go for where it thinks you are? I mean, they can hear too. Right. So I think I think any like yeah I don't know about that because any shuffling that you do, it's going to hear. Like they'll just go for that, and it, you know it's. So yeah, but that that one doesn't matter. Because they wouldn't die. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to the. So you. So just to have the hanger thing, right? You take a wooden hanger, crack it in half so that there's two that both presumably have points on them. You take the bigger right. one, the bigger side, and you just use that like a sort of like a, like a vampire stake. Yes. To, you're going for the eyes or the, or exactly. the ears when they're on the ground. Okay. I do like that. I don't know. All right. Well, let's 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 do the summary and and percentage. I guess I'll go first. If I, if I had to summarize my strategy in one sentence, it would be. I mean, I I don't thing is I don't like my strategy anymore. <laughs> so I think I am gonna take I'm gonna you take some like of your, your strategy. strategy but if I had to summarize my original one, I'd say go to the ground, sweep the legs, and then foot stomp. And I put my chance of success at around, I don't know, 30%. It's not, not going to be that good. 
Okay. What about you? Um, I, th- I think I give myself. Oh, okay, if I had to summarize, it's knock, <laughs> knock them down, <laughs> then spear them or stake them. Knock them down, then stake them. Stake and stomp. I give the stake and stomp. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Stake and stomp. Yeah. I'd give myself maybe forty or fifty. Damn! Now I wish I had come up with a stake and shake pun. <laughs> Can't shake shake him to death. I guess I don't know. That's not gonna work. Anyway, go. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Can't shake him to death. No, that's it. I give myself like forty, fifty percent at the best. Fifty percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at least yours and yours. You have a like a legit weapon. Yeah. Like the phone book is a pretty crummy weapon. Like it's just like. I mean, you could just like rip out big chunks and stick it in their mouth, <laughs> so they couldn't bite. Well, you gonna crumple up some pages and try to aim it through their mouth? Uh, I don't. That's way too risky. <laughs> that's true. Go directly. I mean, it, it directly is a... towards their main weapon. Like, let me let me run right <laughs> to the mouth. It is a sort of a big blunt object, but it's also kind of unwieldy. Like that's. That's the issue. Yeah. All right. Is. Yeah, we're we're both dead. Most likely, if we if they have to die, if they don't have to die, I think we can get out. Oh yeah, if they don't have to die, yeah. I'm just I'm just squirming around that first one in front. I'm yeah. just doing a running squirm. I'm running. I'm ducking. I'm squirming, and I'm ba- I'm busting through the door full top speed. <laughs> I'm busting through that closet door. You're sitting. You're sitting. <laughs> In the closet, revving up, getting power, <laughs> powered up. Yeah, like uh, like in Sonic Two, where you can like rev him up for a while, and then he rolls in that ball, and then he just zooms out. Yeah, doing the Sonic Two method. Talk about a real steak and shake. Because oh, Sonic restaurants have the shakes. Okay. Oh, hey, uh, there you go. Stop his gameplay. We out. <laughs>